Happy Tuesday. Hello, everybody. It's the 4th of June, and it's still not summer, but we're heading straight towards it. Yeah, we've had some summery temps here. We have. It's been warmer, but it's also been rainy. Yeah, but we last week when we talked to you all, we were still in a very crucial place related to the dams and the rivers and the levees and just were met once more by many miracles and um, we did get some pockets of rain over those next days and um, some of those rains were quite heavy but they fell outside of the areas that affected the river and so it was that was pretty amazing because we're sitting here and just seeing kind of torrential downpours and then getting texts saying, this is what it looks like here, but it is not falling into the dam system. It's not falling in the places where it puts pressure on the system. And that was just really miraculous. <laughs> and uh, and people were recognizing the miracles and... Um, I think just seeing that prediction is so many miles away from expectancy, you know, and I had a really cool thing in our town of Bixby here, and that's there's a, a little shop downtown that carries a lot of the sporting goods and sportswear for our our school teams, the Trojans, and um, but they made a shirt that... Um, they were selling to help those who had been affected by any flooding. And the the front of it said Bixby Strong, and it had some water. And then on the back, it had the scripture about when you go through deep waters, he is with you. And it was just so amazing, that recognition that God was present. He was in this. He was with us. And just to have that recognized in such a really public way because I'm sure they had to really consider that you know what they were putting on because it was I think this shop is connected with the school and it did have the team you know mascot on the shirt so I don't know what all those connections were I just know it took courage for them to choose to put a scripture on it all together and then to have it be one just stating that God was with us was pretty cool yeah, it is. And first of all, just knowing that God really is with us is the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Because we do go through storms and He never leaves us. And then the courage to say it is becoming more and more needed because the world is becoming more and more hostile. And um, while we do see sometimes God is still portrayed as uh, an angry one who hates and uh, a lot of people are having a, a, an allergic reaction to um, that picture of God, and they, they're um, choosing atheism because they don't want that picture of God. Um, we know the real God is love, and He loves everyone, and He um, never leaves us. And in our moments of need, He's there. And in a storm like the one that we've experienced this picture here in Oklahoma, USA. We've, we've had serious rains. We've had serious water. 
And, um, and yet we, you know, drove over our bridge yesterday and our raging river is several feet less of a raging yeah, river. It really is. <laughs> you know? and the currents are not as wild as they were. And yeah, it's very night and day. That's, uh, that's just the world we live in right now. You know, we, we're seeing this, you know, everywhere there's, there's, there's such a move towards hostility and it's an underlying thing. It's mm-hmm. just a, you know, people are being pitted against one another and there is a, um, an alliance that's taking place where people are, um, looking at those that agree with them and those that don't agree with them. And it's such a dangerous place. Papa gave me the word, uh, circumstantial. And, uh, you know, it's really just all about, um, proving something. And, and that's, that's the world right now is all about proving something. It's, it's not about, um, knowing what you know and resting in it. It's not about being open anymore to, um, seeing something we've never seen before, but, uh, so many ways that, there are, um, the two bucket, um, civil war continues to rage. And, um, even among people who are in covenant with Papa, there's still this need to fight and defend, fight and defend, prove, argue, court case, court case. And I think Papa wants us to be in a place of trust and a place of rest and in a place of transformation where he continues to um, resurrect love within us and that we are always in the world, but not of it. Our world around us is proving something and it's so tempting for us to participate. And that's why it's, it's still a world of prediction. It's still a world of weather forecasts and it's still a world of hope and fear uh, in the news, and uh, what God wants is to be the source, so that love is the resurrection, and that choice that we all have made and are still making to lay down our lives every day and see love resurrected. And we're grateful. That's the journey that we've had, and that's the journey we get to continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know we're not huge social media people and neither of us or blue flame is on facebook um we're on instagram i love instagram nobody gets in fights on instagram that i can tell (laughs) but twitter right now it's like wow you have limited characters and you're really packing them and so just kind of seeing some things there so i just go back to instagram and everybody's um posting their pictures and telling, you know, not just lovely things, but telling what they're walking through in their life. And I don't know, I've seen it be a place of vulnerability for sure. And speaking of Instagram, we just posted a really awesome thing. Uh, We posted it on our, I don't know what you call them. I don't think they're pages, but accounts or yeah something and then on the blue flame one and this was a promo for august rush which it's 
shocking to think we're actually talking about this now, uh, but it's June and that's not so very far from August. And uh, anyway, um, the last time Toggle was here, and I guess that would have been it. August Rush, he just had it in his heart to take some footage of just different things that were happening at August Rush, and he put together a, a promo. Uh, you know, just, I, I call it an invitation to August Rush with that footage, and it, it turned out really pretty slick. So if you are on Instagram, you can check that out. But yeah. that's not my plug for social media. <laughs> my plug is for places where we could be vulnerable with each other and and tell our stories in their fullness on our way to wholeness and helping each other understand those journeys and and um, maybe those those paths we get to tread that lead us to the wholeness when we think we have fullness but he really has more for us and so um but just in, in what you were sharing about that at odds and the, the buckets, um, we were, we had the opportunity to, to talk to somebody over the weekend, and they, they said something that just really kind of set me somewhere um, that I had been before but got to see with a different perspective. And, and they were just in the simplest form saying they had this moment where they realized Jesus was the wall they were facing. And I'd been looking just into the new month we were that we just came into um, at sundown, actually, the month of Savan. And uh, so I'd been kind of looking into that. And what, what was he saying? I'm always, before I share anything, I'm, I look at it in the perspective of where we are just in our own journey right now. And and so one of the things that Papa had just been talking to me about with Savan and really Shavuot, because Shavuot um, is placed in the month of Savan, was just that moment when they're being invited to receive the Torah. They're, they're being invited to receive the very first love letter from God to his people. And so they're at the mountain and, and we can read it in scripture as they camped, but that they is inclusive of he. <laughs> it's inclusive of, of, inclusive, of ugh, inclusive of God. <laughs> and so really the translation is he camped with them. And just this beautiful picture that he he was willing to be with them where they were, but he was also going to reveal to them where they were meant to be. And he's just incredible like that. He does that still in our life. And that's one of the things of the tabernacle of Savan, the king. Um, it's about how we become one how things are completed. And so it's very much about the revealed and the concealed. So he was able to be with them and what they had received that had been revealed so far, but he was willingly being with them until he could open what was yet concealed for them. And so I guess when I heard that comment about Jesus being the wall, I realized 
God really was a wall in that moment with the Israelites. And, um, and that was a very, very good thing um, because of what type of wall he is when he comes in that way. And the truth is when we need him in that way, and we most often don't know we need him in that way, but he will always come how we need, not how we think he needs to. And so it just took me to a couple of scriptures where walls are talked about. And the first is Amos 7, 7 verses 7 through 8, and not a, not a book I visit often, but a very significant um, in, I think, how we've understood it in the past and how it really translates. So Amos 7, 7 through 8 says, Thus he showed me, and behold, the Lord stood upon a wall made by a plumb line with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord asked me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, I see a plumb line. And he said, behold, I set a plumb line in the midst of my people, Israel. I will not again pass by them. So just a little bit of context of this moment where Amos is having this encounter with the Lord. The Israelites had really reached like this really peaked place of prosperity. Everything was going really well. And in fact, the Assyrians, who were their biggest um, oppressors at that point, had this huge conflict within themselves. So conflicted that they weren't even trying to conquer anyone. So the Israelites have this whole season where what seems to be their main oppressor is out of the picture, infighting and all of these things. And I do love the picture of that, that Sometimes the enemy's just fighting within himself, you know, even within those that he's, you know, has influence over in those moments who have, who have not chosen differently. And there's just, there's got to be discord because he isn't in the harmony of heaven. You know, he is no longer the conduit for that um, to pass through. So there can be that infighting. And I love actually thinking about that, like, Huh. It's like Gideon, you know, where the enemy just took himself out. However, something significant happened. The Israelites were extremely prosperous in this season in all the tangible things you could think of. Finances, you know, resources, all that thing, all of those things they were heavy in. But they were very, they were at an all-time low in their devotion to Papa. So they had everything you could think of having, but their devotion to the one who provided it all was at this just rock bottom. So this is the moment Amos is in, God is talking to him. And, you know, we know a plumb line, you know, in building, it's it's that thing that makes sure the wall is straight. You know, that the the structure of it has been formed straight. But that's a that's a not a full description of of what he's saying to Amos. Um that word plumb line in Hebrew is anak and it means a lead. Um so he's um coming to Amos in this moment and 
basically the the word he uses for wall is homa, which means a wall of protection, an indestructible wall built with love and caring. So it is it is the provision that they actually need so far beyond what they believe they have. And what's happening at this time is the wealthy, the ones who have really obtained a lot, are oppressing those who have little. So instead of, wow, look what we've been blessed with, let's help those who have need, they are hoarding it, withholding it, and in fact, persecuting those who have little. Um, And I see that in just what you were saying about those buckets and the way people are actually infighting right now. Um, So they're just at this all-time low in their devotion to God. So there's another word, I'm sorry, another meaning for that word, a knock or plumb line, which we've just simply seen as this measuring line. And it means a finishing or a polishing. So it's a tool or a provision given when impurities need to be removed so that the shine or glow can be restored. And so in this description, this conversation that God is having with Amos, he is saying, um, basically, I am here as an impregnable wall, and it feels like an oppression because I need my people to realize the impurity that is in them. The enemy is not coming against them now. And so it's not about what the enemy is doing to them. It's about what they're choosing in a time of peace. It's what they're choosing when there is no storm. You know, when the storm has been settled and now they have this, this time just to prosper, what will they prosper in? what they can get for themselves or what I've given all along, who I've been all along. And so he basically is like saying, I am a wall made by oppression and oppression is in my hand, you know, because it's that's the plumb line. And And what do you see, Amos? And Amos says, if you read it translated, the word actually is oppression. And Amos is like, I see oppression, <laughs> you know, and um and then God says, I have set an, oppres- an oppression in the midst of my people because I won't pass them by anymore. And that can look like, oh, he won't forget them anymore because we have, like you were saying, that version of God. Like so many times I've heard the scripture in the context of God's wrath and, you know, what he's going to do to them and they're being delivered into the hands of their enemy and that kind of thing. But this is a conversation of great love because he's saying, I'm going to put an oppression among my people um, because I want to turn where they are and what they've been choosing into something good. I want them to see there's something else besides what they're choosing right now. I want to polish them like this is my people and I love them so much. I don't want this to be what they're known by. I don't want this greed and this um, being against each other. I don't want my people to be known as a people who are at war with themselves because that's what the enemy is known for. That's what Assyria is being known for right now. That's not how 
I want my people to be known. So what he's saying to Amos is, I can no longer offer them protection from themselves. I have to let what's going on within them in this time of provision and peace and the ability to prosper. I have to let them see what's truly prospering within them so that they no longer are at war with themselves. And it's just, it's such an incredible picture of his love for us. Like, I'm going to love you enough to reveal what's inside you. The war within yourself, the storm. I think we talked about this last week. You know, there are those external storms that reveal the storm in us. So much of what we prayed, and maybe this was at our Sesser time last week we talked about this, but a lot of what we prayed during those storms was reveal the storm in me. Reveal my stormy heart. And show me how you want to bring that to peace so I can pray from a place of victory instead of the place where I'm storm-tossed and I'm grasping at anything to fix it. I want to be in the place where I'm able to receive your your revelation to heal it, you know, and completely restore it. So, you know, basically, Papa's saying, I can't protect those who are going to oppress others, those that they're supposed to be with and, and walking with. And it's it was just such a picture. Um, this impregnable wall is a God who's longing for restored relationship with those that he created from love. Like at Mount Sinai, he just wants to remind the people, you are fashioned from love. Like that's what I created you from. And I'm just inviting you to choose that element of your creation and live in it to to find that fabric again and let it be what covers you and clothes you is what he was saying to them and so um I just I loved the picture that you know we talked about that last week too what he allowed we focus on what he prevents and miss what he allows and I want to be oppressed (laughs) you know I want to be oppressed by the Lord so that I can have impurities removed, you know, and really just rub up against that firmness of him where he says, I won't, I won't provide for this lie. I won't protect this thing you're believing. I, I can't do that. That would be outside of love to do that for you. I have to let you rub up against this so you can find truth again and who I created you to be. And then the other scripture he took me to was 2 Samuel twenty two thirty, where it says, For by thee I have run through a troop, by my God I have leaped over a wall. And I love the picture, you know, we have all our superheroes in this day and um, and everything, and, you know, Superman can leap a tall building in a single bound, but we can leap a wall with God. And so here we've had the picture of him as a wall. And now there's this picture of there's a wall we need to overcome. We need to leap. And so that word troop, I have run through a troop. So a troop is a cutout of a larger force. So it's this force you've passed through that is usually the enemy. It is something the enemy has set against you. And remembering that what the enemy has set against us is most often that thing he despises in us and he 
he wants us to give up willingly. Like he can't really take it. So he wants us to give it up willingly. So we come through that experience with the enemy. And then the word used for God in this, for by my God, I have run through a troop is Belohai. And so the bait at the beginning of that name is in or on my God. So bait is in or on. And so that full name is I am in or on my God. I'm not doing this without him. And so um, wall in this particular context is about um, the connection with one who truly has dominion over you or the connection with one who lies in wait for you. So it's either the enemy, it's that choice between the enemy and Papa and and how we leap that wall. So we can leap over the one who lies in wait for us um, by leaping the wall of anything that separates us from the presence of Papa. So that's again, when he comes as the wall, he's revealing this is what is separating you from me and this is who you've already gone through the troop (laughs) you know you've already gone through a portion of the enemy's army and you've seen that thing he wants to take from you you've seen that part of who you are that he wants to tarnish and I'm just here to rub right up against it to bring the shine back because I want I want you to leap this wall um, to come over this wall, which in the case of the Israelites was the mountain. You know, it was, can you leap the wall with me between you and the mountain, between you and what I want to remind you of, that you're fashioned from love and it's not impossible for you to choose it. And that there, that um, he really just, like when he overwhelms, he washes away anything that prevents um his heart from being seen and especially his heart for us. And so he's like, with me, I want you to see, I want to overwhelm this wall. I want us to just overwhelm it together because what kept you from leaping was just this lie that you're, it's, it was just this alliance. You didn't mean to be in with the one who was lying in wait for you. It's instead you get to be with the one who has walked with you, who has never left you. That's that. The one who subdues is the one who is willing to walk with you, to be with you in every circumstance. Do you want to go where that goes or do you want to stay where the lie remains? And so I just have really loved the picture of the wall (laughs) that he's painted through it and letting him be the wall, inviting him to be when... And impurity is going to keep me from overwhelming everything of the enemy. Glorious. Mm. Well, yay. Yay. All right. Well, we uh, we get to head to California tomorrow. Up to California. Yeah, the, the team is going, and we're super excited about that. And so we'll be getting to share more about that with you next week. Yeah. All right. Okay. Goodbye, everybody.